Elisal Chit Chats aims to make information available for everyone. The podcast transcripts are on elisalchitchats.wordpress.com for the hearing impaired and those who'd like to read instead. Thank you for engaging. Hi everyone, my name is Raineth and welcome to Elisal Chit Chats. This is the podcast where we talk about our 3 a.m. thoughts. Actually, it's 3 o'clock right now. <laughs> Today's 3 a.m. thought is... Why I divorce myself from concepts like best friend and friend. Okay, the dogs are going wild, but let's ignore them. But I saw this, I think it was a tweet or it was something that was showing on MTV. You know, it's on Facebook as well. But it says, these dogs, dang it. Dogs are just telling me to sleep. Can we normalize calling people acquaintance because I feel like friends is such a big title that shouldn't be used carelessly. I saw this on someone's status and it was one of those moments where you've been quiet the whole time. But when you read this, a very loud exactly (laughs) escapes from your mouth. This phrase gave me some kind of freedom. Can you imagine how awkward it is that you are used to being with people and then you don't even know what to describe them as. Deep down you know that this person is basically just someone you talk to or someone you hang out with and it doesn't seem right to call them friend, you know? Then you get to where you introduce them to someone. I usually just say, oh, this is X, X, this is Y. Or have you ever had those moments where you used to be close with someone and now you're like, do I still call you friend? <laughs> The last time we spoke was a year and a half ago, but we used to be tight tight. It's so awkward, especially when you see them again. Obviously when you see your friend from two years ago and you guys lost contact or something and the two of you start talking like there was no time and space between you, naturally you'd feel like, oh my friend, I miss you so much. But then you look at this one and you're like, um, hey. So. What has happened to me in the past two years was that I wasn't sure to whom friend applies. The two scenarios I mentioned about the people you usually hang out with or the people who you actually used to be friends with, I felt awkward calling them friends. The latter, I mean, at some point friend expired. But then naturally I'm me, I would think too deep about it and I'd be like, but were we friends? We hung out for a pretty long time and we weren't in each other's orbit anymore, so... Was it purely circumstantial or were we real bosom buddies? That, I think, is the main reason why I don't consider people to be my friends. Because I'll enter a space and be like, okay, we're going to be together for a certain period of time. And then when that period of time is over, we're gonna go our separate ways. I've changed environments twice already to assume that that's what happens every time. Because that's what happened. The first time this happened was when I was done with high school. It was sort of a shock. But I had to learn pretty quickly that when you're in high school, you are sort of this gated community. You're together 8 hours in a day, 5 days out of 7. You have to have your people. You sometimes hang out after school on the weekends, blah, blah, blah. And then when school is over, you were all kids. Now everyone's wings are spreading and you go off. Your group of 10 is now a group of 3. You'll still have those people who you see every now and then, who you visit, who visit you, such things. 
but your friends shed and it was shocking because I was the type of person who felt like everyone meant something in my life and it wasn't going to be for a season and they're not there for a reason either they're just there because they want to be because there is a connection you're my buddy <laughs> I wish I'd come across this article when I left high school because it would have been very helpful it's called normalize friendships ending and I'll just link it in the episode notes or description but she writes the tricky thing is we're not taught to end friendships romantic relationships yes but friendship we're only aware of the best friend forever narrative what happens when it ends and not by a falling out it was also weird because I knew that people come and go but I always thought it was because of something happening and not organically just fizzling out I divorced from naming anyone my best friend pretty early in life I never truly had a best friend until this new girl started going to my primary school so the years in which I had a best friend out of my entire life was four years only four years and this is a best friend I didn't share let me be clear and our friendship disappeared because we went to different high schools and we completely lost contact right that happens all the time and then I made friends with these three girls and they were best friends bestest I was not at all feeling like a fourth wheel <laughs> but not long after that and I mean a year after I started high school I was lucky to become close to someone too that was the catalyst where I was like this best friend thing is a load of BS have you ever had a best friend breakup before? That was my first one. Yes, I've had a few. <laughs> okay, I had two. But that was my first one. I think that was around the time when ghosted became a term. Maybe somewhere before that. But I will never forget it. I think I didn't treat the person the same afterwards. It was weird to even call them friend for a while after everything was seemingly okay again. After I was told the reason why whatever was said to me was said and however I was treated and this came years after this happened, I couldn't accept it. I took it as an excuse and it wasn't in any way linked with her not wanting to hang out at school with me anymore. One thing I hate is someone giving excuses for being a crap person and not taking responsibility for their actions. There I was like, okay, you're clearly not taking me seriously. Needless to say, we are not friends anymore. I love and cherish this person, but I think I'm alright with us not being friends. We are acquaintances, when I see her, <laughs> and we are better off as such. After that, I became hesitant in calling anyone a best friend. It took time for me to do that, and it took time for me to, to get close to someone like that. And when I did, it was wonderful. But I didn't want to call it best friend anymore because this was a very deep connection. Like, deeper than the one I had before. And best friend just seemed like this trivial, childish term. Anyway, back to environment. Yes, I took friends shitting very hard, even though losing a best friend made me see that people can be here today and then elsewhere the next day. Grasping that actually everyone will do that was a bit hard because duh, you're in the real world now. Reality bites. 
So now whenever I move environments, I don't think I'm particularly close to anyone or will become close to anyone because it is a season. I would always say the people who I hang out with. If you and I are particularly close, I wouldn't call you friend until you call me friend so that I have some kind of indication as to what exactly is our relationship. And I always found that weird about myself, but it's because I don't want to impose myself on you. Can they know? You're also like, oh, that one girl I hang out with on campus or the girl I eat lunch with. That's sort of embarrassing, don't you think? I feel like friend and best friend are such heavily charged terms to call someone. I don't know if it's the right term. People put so much so much emphasis into the word friend, best friend. Like it's like an albatross and it's it's the word being called that. It bears some sort of responsibility and you being my friend, I know you. That's why things like if you're really my friend then dot 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 or but he or she is my best friend. I don't know how to say it without making it sound weird. But if you call someone friend, then you expect something from them. Or if it ever gets to the point of best friend, then you own them. They're yours. I grew up in the Hannah Montana, Unfabulous, That's So Raven, that era of Disney and Nickelodeon. Most of the things I watched was about someone who was in a trio. Two girls and a boy. And this was the perfect friendship. That's all I ever wanted. This was going to be my high school experience. My perception of the perfect friendship, whether I had an entire group of girls who were my friends. High school was going to be, whether you're a boy or a girl, you're going to have two best friends. If you're a boy, you're going to have two girl best friends. If you're a girl, you're going to have a boy and a guy best friend. Perfect. (laughs) And this friendship was so close that nothing could break them apart. And when they fought, it was the saddest thing. But then they got back together and everything was okay because their fights were light. But I'm also a sucker for a good coming of age story. So my perception of friendship kind of changed when I watched the ones about all the kids in high school or the college kids. Someone comes between them or something changes and suddenly everything falls apart. You've changed You're supposed to be my best friend. The ones where the friends always feel like they are stifling each other's growth. So that made me think, actually, calling someone friend is basically chaining them to you. You obviously own them from when you're little. Like, oh, this is my friend. This is my friend. You know? With age, we are putting so much power into the word friend. That it's not just organically you're my friend. But... Because you're my friend, I expect you to do this, to do one, two, three. And I'm your friend, so I'm this person in your life. Like, I have this much importance in your life. Not that I'm not going to give you what I need from you, but because, like, I'm asserting my importance in your life by us calling each other friend. In these movies, like, the friends, they can't do anything without you. You can't go to a party without this one, or you can't hang out with someone else, or the world will fold over if I become close to someone who you introduced me to. If my best friend, you know, like if my best friend introduces me to someone that they met and me and that person become friends, it happened to me too. 
When I got to high school, everyone was already taken. And it wasn't from my perception. Even being a little close was too close. The moment I got close to someone, then their best friend will be all males hissing at me that I'm imposing. They wouldn't say it, but you can see it in their behavior that you're not supposed to be here, this is my best friend. And I drifted for long just being there, being careful that I wasn't overstepping boundaries. I think when I found my close relationship, I found some kind of solid ground because me too. Me, I also have a friend, you know, and I'm not being chased away. <laughs> but, you know, like here I have nothing to be afraid of. Like no one's going to come here and be like, uh, excuse me, you know. She was the type of person who belonged to everyone. She had a lot of friends and a handful of really close friends. And I knew she wasn't mine alone, but then she'd make you feel like you're the only one. So that was okay. And then I think we felt we lost each other because someone else was there where it would usually be, be the two of us. And I still don't know exactly what happened, but that broke. And I felt like I don't ever want to be that close to anyone again because it was catastrophic when it ended. So friend is complicated. It's a complicated word for me. I used to put so much weight on it that I don't consider anyone my friend anymore. Not only because I don't have anywhere near as close a relationship with someone I'm not related to as I used to have. Something that felt close to that. Also because I don't feel comfortable enough to be myself around anyone that I know right now. I'm not afraid. I'm just extremely guarded in who I think I am, so... I protect that at all costs whether I am aware of it or not. The other side of it is friend has lost some meaning for me because every now and again your friends change. Going back to this article, Normalize Ending Friendships, the subtitle is With Growth Comes Graceful Endings. They say that when your energy changes, you don't align with the people that once were energetic were an energetic match for you. You've changed your vibration and simply because of that, you'll start resonating with people at this new vibration. So it's normal for people to fall away from your path as you evolve and for new people to come in. What about your bosom buddy? Does that mean that the person that has always stayed that's your actual friend? What if your vibrations change from them? Or is this your soulmate? Anyway, this is a beautiful article. They even talk about the transition between shedding friends and finding new ones and how it's okay to be in the stage where it is just you. Because this is where you get to be your own friend first before letting in new friends. Emily Smith, that's the author of the article, says that she tried to skip this stage and jump into new relationships and she ended up choosing people who weren't trustworthy or people she couldn't resonate with. But she forced herself to do so in order to just have someone to call friend. Reading this, I thought, hmm, well, I've been there. That's why it was awkward, why it's still sometimes awkward. Like, I don't know. You get to a point where you are trying so hard to to make friends. And you you kind of feel too comfortable. And you say something. It's not that you are actually sharing 
without even thinking about it, you'll share something about you and you'll hear it elsewhere. And then it just comes to this point where you're like, oh, wait, no. Mm -mm." Or something just doesn't gel with the people who you're trying to be with. Because you can see that we are not getting anywhere close to each other. I'm just there and it feels so awkward still. Yes, building up relationships take time. But then going, it just feels weird. I felt like, okay, am I still in that stage? I don't think so. Because I'm in a place where I do, like, even if I do have friends, I don't want to call anyone friend. I don't want to label things because labels are for boxes and boxes have limiting parameters. That term bears so much responsibility. I don't want to feel obligated to anyone. I don't want to feel obligated to choose you if I want to do something, if I want to go spread my wings and what I have to constantly think about. Do you want to go to? I want to explore and do whatever and so should you will i support you sure i just don't want any strings or anyone questioning anything i want to call you or have you call me for coffee we'll have a chat and see each other whenever the wind blows us in each other's directions you know i'm not saying i'll be in and out of your life but i know that you're there and you know that i'm here and that's what gives our connection meaning We just have an organically close relationship without emphasizing it with a label. Friend. Labels are there so that you can recognize things. But like this quote, can we normalize calling people acquaintance? Because I feel like friend is such a big title that shouldn't be used carelessly. I, Raynith, feel like we're giving it too much power as a word. Sure, I completely agree. If it just so happens that our being around each other is circumstantial and we're not choosing to hang out beyond the gates of where we work, where we go to class together or whatever, if I don't feel a certain connection with you beyond our circumstance, it's okay. Don't feel the obligation to call a spade what it isn't when it isn't one. We're not friends. No train smash. But because I don't call you friend, don't be offended. It doesn't mean our relationship whatever the nature of it doesn't exist, it's there. Anyway, (laughs) I'm just gonna end it here. You know, always when I write these things, I'm thinking like, these are literally just my 3am thoughts. And I'm set in about 70% of them, where 30% of it, um, I'm not exactly sure, or I'm just questioning. I'm agnostic in my thoughts. (laughs) Um, I'm not sure yet. So I don't want anyone listening to this thinking she thinks she knows things because I don't. But we're all human, you know, we're all evolving. We have these questions and stuff. And this is this, is this. I'm just thinking out loud. Um, Just because people are not saying things out loud doesn't mean they're not questioning it. It doesn't mean that everyone is just so set in their thing and they have to be set in their thing. So I don't know, it just opens up doors for me to see where there are other perspectives. Because you'll find that someone is feeling the same way as you, but they're having a different experience of something or they're thinking of it as this and this and that. And I always welcome the conversation of, you know, I'm going through this too, but I think one, two, 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 two. So yeah, um, but anyway, 
If there's anything you want to say, comment, what do you think about this friend calling thing? Also, I wanted to ask, I've been contemplating doing this for a long time and I kind of did my research and it still brought me nowhere exactly, but I still searched for people doing it here in South Africa and I was wondering if what would you think if I did my Friday commentaries on YouTube instead? I really don't want to show my face. <laughs> but I'm kind of trying to figure out a way how to do that. You know, there are video essays that people do. Maybe I could do that. Would that be a cool thing to do? Let me know. Let me know on Instagram at illisalon.sa or on Twitter at Christeray. You can just tweet me um, about this episode. Just tag me, whatever you want to say. Anyway, have a wonderful week. It's April. Can't believe it's April already. Stay safe. Wear your mask. Sanitize. Whatever. And always, always, always take care of yourself, seeds. Bye. Hi, Raineth here. Around the time that I started my podcast, I was told by someone that they wanted to start a podcast too, but they didn't know how. Well, it has never been this easy to share your thoughts with the world, certainly not in limited characters anyway. I joined Buzzsprouts because I wanted a podcast-friendly environment that will have the work that I do with every episode. I'm not looking back. Buzzsprouts is home to 100,000 podcasters. It's an ideal choice because not only do they give you detailed analytics to show how your podcast is doing, they'll give you tools to promote your episodes and an easily accessible podcast website where anyone can listen to your podcast. And because they think of your listeners' needs as well, the website will have a directory of where your episodes are available as well. If you'd like to try your hand at podcasting, Buzzsprouts is an option to consider. You can use the link in our description to check it out. You will get a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan and in addition, help support our show.